Hey, everybody. Welcome to the hashtag Get Real Woke podcast. I'm your host, Frederick D. Scott. And today I am happy to announce the launch of the hashtag for the free Friday and the relaunch of my financial literacy training and discussion courses, all of which you will be able to view. Hashtag for the free. Now, before I jump into that, I need everybody to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit your bell notification, and hit the join button to join the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat community. Okay, so what is hashtag for the free Friday? Hashtag for the free Friday is where I'm going to come on every week and drop a little knowledge for you in the areas of financial literacy and business development. I'm going to bring you the knowledge that I've learned over an almost 15-year career on Wall Street. I'm going to bring my knowledge, my experience, and my execution abilities and use everything that I've been through in my life, both positively and negatively, to teach you how it is that you can find the success that you are looking for in your own life. So today's topic is the successful mindset. So I think that where I want to start this, and I think it's very important before we even get into, you know, credit management, credit building, credit restoration, before we get into, you know, corporate structure, equity and debt, how to write a business plan, how lending works, how you get qualified for loans, capital stacks, how venture capital, angel investing, private equity investing. Before we get into all of those things, how you use real estate as a business, et cetera, et cetera. Before we get into all of that, we must first discuss the very first thing you need to to be successful. And that is a successful mindset. So when we talk about a successful mindset and before we get all the way into that, I want to just clarify a few myths out there, right? So a lot of people, they hear me speak and they think that I'm college educated. That's myth number one. I do not have a college degree. So that means that everything I've accomplished in my life successfully, I've done without a college degree. Now, mind you, I did take some college courses, but that wasn't until 2020. So that means everything that I accomplished from the time I started my career upwards to 2020, I did without any formal college training. So bear that in mind, right? Now, another myth that 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 people seem, seem to think and I've heard, you know, several times over the course of my career is, well, oh, you must have come from a wealthy family or oh, you must have at least come from a middle class family. That is actually myth number 2. Funny enough, like a lot of us in our community, I come from nothing. I come from a single parent home. I'm the oldest of three. And my mom, unfortunately, was a heroin addict. And so I had very hard times growing up as a kid. In fact, I'll even share with you my community that I was actually mentally, emotionally, and physically abused the better part of my childhood. So everything that I have been able to accomplish started from zero. It started from nothing. Like I literally did this from zero. If, if, if this was a race, my starting position was dead last. 
I come from San Bernardino, California. That's where I'm born and raised, right? And in San Bernardino, California, you know, uh, we have one of the highest crime rates in the country. We have one of the lowest employment rates in the country, which means we have one of the highest unemployment rates in the country. Most everyone in the city of San Bernardino is getting some form of government assistance, be it food stamps, be it Section 8, be it both. I mean, that's just where I grew up. So, and I was no exception. When I was a kid, we definitely had Medi-Cal, which is uh, uh, like Medicaid. We definitely got food stamps. I mean, I remember the, uh, uh, the book where you, they had different colors and you pulled them out. And I remember how embarrassed I was when I was a kid when we go to the grocery store and my mom pull out that book. So, I mean, you know, I, I definitely remember that. <laughs> and so, you know, when, when I tell you that, you know, success starts with a success mindset, I'm not telling you what I read. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what it is from having developed a success mindset and been able to see the fruits of what a success mindset will do for you. A success mindset will carry you through the worst of circumstances that happens over the course of your journey. And as we get into this discussion, because I'm gonna use my life story uh, as an example of what it means to have a success mentality, a success mindset, and, and what you're going to have to do to be able to maintain that, because I'm telling you, I've been to the best of circumstances. I've been through the worst of circumstances. I've literally been everywhere you want to be and literally everywhere you don't. And so, you know, it is developing a success mindset that has carried me through the best of times and the worst of times. So when we talk about a successful mindset, what in my view is the first thing that you need in a success mindset? In a success mindset, the first thing you need is commitment, right? It's a commitment. It's a mental commitment to be willing to do whatever it is that you have to do, right? Uh, within reason, of course, you don't want to uh, knowingly or willfully violate the law or anything like that. But short of that, being willing to do whatever you have to do to attain the level of success that you want for your life. It is the willingness to not only commit to doing whatever's necessary to attain that level of success, but also being willing to sacrifice whatever it is that you are going to have to sacrifice to attain the level of success that you want in your life. What do I mean when I say sacrificing? And when I tell you, I can tell you about sacrifice. Mm. So, okay, I've been homeless for my success. I have stood in the, 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 the food pantry line to get the free food to feed my children for my success. I was doing this when it wasn't paying any money. I was walking miles when I first started my career to be able to get to the office every morning. I was sleeping in a car at that time. 
I didn't even have the money to wash my own clothes. That's how committed I was. But I would still show up to the office. I would show up really early because, you know, after about a month or two of being there, they gave me a key so I could get into the office because they realized that I was, you know, early in. And they thought I was just that dedicated. Oh, that was part of it. The truth is I wanted to get in before everyone else so I could get into the bathroom. And mind you, it wasn't no bathtub in this bathroom. It was just a sink and a toilet, right? I wanted to get into that bathroom and at least be able to take a bird bath, which means wash, you know, my, my face, my underarms, my nether regions, you know, and at least halfway, you know, try to scrub. I used to have like these, um, these white dress shirts. And, you know, it, it's the reason why I don't really wear a lot of white dress shirts. Today, even today, I don't really wear a lot of white dress shirts unless it's absolutely necessary um, for like a tuxedo or a black tie event or something like that or, or a lodge meeting. Um, I, I tend not to wear a lot of white shirts. And the reason why that is is because, you know, I, I'm kind of traumatized. Like when <laughs> I remember when my white shirts would have because remember, I, I didn't have anywhere to live. I was sleeping in the car. I literally had like this black ring around the collar and I had this black ring around the sleeves. And, you know, I would try to take the hand soap and I would try to like wash that out. Right. And, and it just wouldn't come out. And I remember the day and I never forget it. I remember the day, um, the branch managers had come into the office. Um, this was during the real estate days. Um, and the branch managers had come into the office and, I remember there was one that was upstairs and there was one that were down, was downstairs. They were partners. And I remember, I won't say his name, but I remember when I walked into his office and he had this girl that would sit in his office with him, right? And when I tell you she was a baddie, she was 100% baddie. I mean, like, yeah, baddie, baddie, right? And I remember I walked into the office one morning. And I'll never forget this. I, um, you know... <laughs> I said, good morning to the branch manager, right? I said, I was like, good morning. And I won't say his name, but I said, good morning, his name. And it wasn't good morning, Fred. How you doing? Good morning, Frederick. You know, nice to see you. None of that. His first line, I'll never forget it was, damn, dog, your shirt dirty. Bro, I, I, I remember that. And I remember the feeling I had. I wanted to throw myself off the second floor. And I, I remember that vividly. And almost 15 years later, that still stays with me. And I wanted to quit. In fact, you know, so for those of you who don't know, I'm actually a military veteran. I was actually in the Army. I, I almost re-enlisted in the Army. That's how dejected and how finished I was. But, you know, I met this guy. Uh, shortly after, he was my first mentor, actually. His name was Al Hunley. Um, and he took me under his wing. He was a he had his own uh, mortgage company and all of that, his own mortgage bank. And, you know, he took me under his wing and he, he believed in me. And, you know, when I first started working for him, you know, I was very stubborn. You know, I thought I was just brilliant. I thought I was intellectually gifted. I thought that I could do this on my own. Right. And he would try to tell me, hey, you know, I can teach you how to do this the right way and make six figures, but you got to listen. And I didn't want to listen. I didn't listen for like, I don't know, two, three months. I just didn't listen. And I kept hitting my head against the wall. I mean, 
I wasn't making any money. I was still broke. And one day I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I got sick and tired of being broke. I got sick and tired of waking up in that car. And this is when my success mindset began, right? Uh, I came into his office. I'll never forget it. And I told him, I said, um, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Whatever you tell me to do. If you can teach me how to make six figures, I will do whatever I have to do. Sacrifice whatever I have to sacrifice. I will sleep in this office if I have to, which probably would have worked out well for me because, you know, at least, it, you know, you know, we had some air conditioning in there. This was the summer in San Bernardino, California. It was hot. This was 2006. I never forget it. I started my career June of 06. So June of this year will make 15 years. Um, but yeah. And he was like, so you finally ready to listen? You sure? I was like, yeah. I did everything that man told me to do. And by the end of 2006, mind you, this is six months later, I made a little over $300,000 after taxes. But it was because I was willing, first of all, and this is what the success mentality, this is how the success mentality starts, right? It is first, right, the willingness to, to make a conscious choice in your mind that you're going to do whatever you have to do. It is making a conscious choice in your mind that you are going to make whatever sacrifice you're going to have to make. It is then after you do that, it's being willing to listen to somebody that knows more than you, right? Someone that's been where you're trying to go that can help you get there. It's being humble enough to take instruction as an adult. It's understanding that you must follow first before you can lead. That is the beginning steps of, of the success mentality, right? So you have to have those firm foundational blocks in place to be able to even have a chance at growing and building a success mentality. Um, you know, so, so boom. Now, of course, because remember, I thought I was an intellectual. And one thing about me, I've always struggled with arrogance, right? I've always been quite an arrogant individual. Uh, at some points in my life, more so than others, I would think that at today, at this stage in my life, I'm a lot more humble than I used to be. So if you think I'm arrogant today, uh, you would have hated my guts back in like 2009, 10, 11, 12, especially after 2010 when I uh, was listed as one of Ebony Magazine's top 30 under 30. Um, yeah, I, I really thought, I thought I was, you know, God's greatest gift to everything, whatever I said it was, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, so th this, where I'm at now is, is, is marked to progress from where I was. And so, you know, but... Allah ain't through with me yet. Uh, I still got a long way to go. I, I'm still working on it. So y'all, you know, just as long as Allah ain't through with me yet, I got to ask the community to bear with me. Sometimes I get to smell on myself a little bit, you know, and it's okay. You know, when you leave a comment, you know, it's cool to leave a comment. Let me know. Hey, Fred, hey, man, you was really smelling yourself right there. I think you really need to, you know what I mean, dial it back a little bit. And I'll appreciate that. You know what I mean? We got to, as a community, we got to come together, keep each other honest, right? We got to keep it real with one another, keep it 100. I like it blunt. I like it straight. So, you know, if anytime you see me doing these videos, you feel like, hey, you feeling yourself a little bit too much? Hey, drop that in the comment. Let me know. Yo, let me hear that. I need that, right? So I can begin to do some self-reflection uh, and, 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 and begin to realign because I don't want to ever be uh, where I have been uh, at points in my life. And that's real. Uh, so, so anyway, 
So moving forward, right, when we talk about the success mentality, so of course, I made a little over $300,000 out of taxes. I think I'm just God's greatest gift to everything. So I want to become a millionaire. And this is what I told my first mentor. And the reason why he is like family to me, I would get this man a shirt off my back, is because he was honest enough to tell me that he couldn't get there. Because he had never made a million dollars in a year. He was comfortable making high six figures. That was what was comfortable for him. That's what he wanted for his life. And so he never strived or tried to learn how to make, you know, a million dollars in a year. And so he was not going to be able to teach me how to do that. Now, mind you, that man could have lied to me. I trusted that man. Man, when I tell you I trusted that man, man, when I seen the dollars coming in, yo, that man, my 100% trust. Listen, and he could lie to me. He could have told me straight up, like, hey, you know, he could have spun me just to keep me in his office longer and keep me making money for him. But he cared about me enough to let me go and find somebody else who could get me the rest of the way, which was a hell of a journey, believe me. But uh, so in the 2006, beginning of 2007, I start my own, you know what I mean, mortgage bank, get my own little CFL license and all of that. Now, you know, hindsight is always 2020. I always tell people the eyes in your rear end are always a lot clearer than the eyes in your face, right? If someone came to me today and at, at 36 years old and told me that after six months of training that they were going to run off and start their own thing, um, I would tell them that they didn't have near enough training, near enough training, and that they should probably spend some more time training and learning uh, before they go off and, and start their own thing. Uh, that's what I would tend to tell someone today, right? And I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle, knock anybody's dream, but with six months of total experience doing a thing uh, in, in, in a career span, only six months is not a long time. You don't learn very much in six months. And I learned that the hard way when I started my own, you know, mortgage bank. I thought I was, I thought I was cut like that. We failed miserably. When I tell you, uh, <laughs> when I tell you we were out of business inside of a year, First of all, I started at the worst time you could possibly start, right? <laughs> I started at the time that the mortgage market was melting. <laughs> These things are funny now. They weren't funny then. But I failed miserably. I was out of business uh, inside of a year. Uh, I probably lasted about 11 months, and, and I was probably out of business three or four months before that. Um, you know, but I, I decided to keep hanging on, right? So, you know, I, I believed I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to be a failure, right? And so, you know, if I had to share something else with you about the success mentality, it, the success mindset, right? The success mindset, to be successful is to understand that you're going to fail and that is okay, right? Don't hold on to failure longer than you have to. Understand when it's over with, it's time to cut your losses, and move on to the next thing, right? Failing a business does not mean failing your life. Failing a business does not mean failing to meet your goals long-term. Failing a business means that that business didn't work out. That doesn't mean that you can't start another one. So if there, if there is another cornerstone of, of, of the success mindset, it's understanding that you are going to fail, you are going to have setbacks, and that is okay. Successful people are products of failure. We fail our way to success. We don't wake up successful. We fail and fail and fail and fail and fail and fail until we finally stop failing and it starts working. Success is a trial and error. That's what it is. You keep trying things, learning things, experimenting with things, breaking stuff 
until you get it right. That's really all it is. And you have to have the courage and the willpower to keep going and keep trying things. And most people just don't have the courage and gumption to keep going. And so they quit not realizing that they were a lot closer to having that level of success they want than they actually realize. So, you know, so boom. So back to the story, right? So, so I'm at a business um, probably about 11 months. And this is when I knew it was over. Now, mind you, mind you, mind you. It should have been over <laughs> the day I realized I couldn't pay my processor. The day I realized I couldn't pay my employees, it, it should have been over then, right? <laughs> but oh, no, 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 I'm going to figure it out. And these good people, I mean, God, these people believed in me and, and trusted that I was going to figure out some way to get these people paid, <laughs> which truthfully never happened because I didn't know nearly enough then. I didn't, even know, I didn't know nearly then what I know now. I didn't know nearly enough to be in business for myself, but these people believed in me, right? And so part of the success mentality is understanding that you are going to let some people down along this journey. And, and that's the unfortunate reality of it. And it's okay. But part of being successful is understanding that it's not money that makes the world go around this relationships. I'm going to talk more about that, you know, a little bit later on in this video, but it's not, money that makes the world go around. It's relationships. And so you may let people down initially, but always be willing once you do find that level of success to go back and make those things right. Because you want to maintain those relationships. People respect you a lot more if you go back and make it right, as opposed to if you move on with your life as though it never happened. Right? So that, that is that, you know, and you never know who you'll need or who will be where at the end of the day. You know, a person that works for you uh, today could be your boss tomorrow or it could be a very important uh, contact that you need to get something that's going to take your business to the next level. And the way you treated them years ago could come back to haunt you years later. So always make sure you make those things right. So having a success mindset is understanding that, you know, you're going to let people down along the way. But be sure that when you get where you're going, that you go back and make that right. So boom. So as I told you, my business should have closed when I could have made payroll. But no, no, no. I want to keep going. Another warning sign that, that popped up very clearly was when my lights got cut off. I wasn't even in the office when it happened. I got a phone call uh, from someone at the office that said, hey, Fred, you know, the lights got cut off. And I was like, instead of being like, okay, it's over with. I, I probably need to come in tomorrow and just let everybody go and go in and close the business. No, not me. I'm like, this was my response. <laughs> okay. I guess everyone can take the rest of the day off. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> I'm laughing about this stuff now because I'm laughing at the kid I was and how silly I was back then, right? Um, so, so that was the second warning. When I finally knew it was over and I finally, you know, accepted that my first business was over was, okay, so... I had this Konica Minolta printer, copier, faxer, scanner. It was tall. It was big. It put holes in paper. It put staples. I mean, when that, so I leased that, right? So I leased that. Now, when that, when that big old beast of a machine came into my office, boy, I walked around my office like I was a peacock. I thought I had arrived. I thought I had made it. 
I'll never forget the day they came and repossessed it. <laughs> I was actually in the office when it happened. And I had to watch two technicians come in and roll my printer back out of my office. You know, that's when I knew it was over. And, you know, and, and, and from that, right? So developing the successful mindset. Hey, listen, from that, when I tell you I was depressed, when I tell you that I felt like a failure, I felt like, you know, everybody was right. I would never amount to anything. I would never accomplish anything. Um, I was ready to quit. That was another time that I had strongly considered uh, going back to the army. I actually met with a recruiter and everything to reenlist in the army. Um, but someone that was very close to me at that time talked me out of it and, you know, said some very, very important and impactful things. And, you know, I'll share that story probably when I, when, when my biography comes out, I'll probably share that story, but, you know, it said some very impactful things that made me get up and try again, because I really, honestly, I didn't do it for me. I just wanted to see if they were right. I didn't believe what they said. So I wanted to put it to the test. You know, I was always one of those kind of people growing up that, you know, if you told me I couldn't do something, I'd go and do it just to show you that I could, right? So I, I was always like, which got me in a lot of trouble, right? You know, it, it accomplished some cool things for me, but, you know, over the course of my career, but it also got me in a lot of trouble uh, at various points in, in my life and, and in my career. So, you know, but interestingly enough, you know, I, I got up, I started again. Um, I ended up starting another company. And funny enough, it, 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 turned into three offices in California, one in Vancouver, British Columbia. And, you know, that is when that, that when you talk about a successful mindset, failure is hard, especially your first one uh, professionally is hard um, because, you know, when, 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 a, when a person who's never been in business before starts their first business, they marry that business essentially. And they put everything they have into that business. I mean, they put their whole heart, their soul, their mind, their energy, their time, their money. They put it into that business. And, and then it doesn't work out. And, you know, thinking back on, on my first, you know, failure, it is gut-wrenching because it makes you question who you are if you're good enough. And the success mindset is understanding that business failures are not a reflection of who you are. It's a reflection of where you are at that time. Let me say that again. The success mindset is, not, is understanding that when a business fails, it is not a reflection of who you are. It is a reflection of where you are at that time professionally. It simply means that you didn't know the things you needed to, to be able to succeed. It means you have more learning and growing to do. So having the success mindset is realizing that life is a journey, not a destination. And that you have to be a forever student of knowledge. You always have to be seeking knowledge, seeking experience, trying new things, learning new things that are going to enable you to increase 
the level of success to the point that you want to be at. Having a successful mindset is understanding that key and very important point. Now, so in the end, I ended up closing that business. Uh, and that's because I, I got into hedge funds and investment banking. I actually arrived at Wall Street, um, you know, at a level to where I could really start something really, really good. And, you know, from that second business I had, I learned a lot of things. I learned about, you know, cash flow, expense management and things like that. Right. So with each business, I learned new and important things that that allowed me to continue to grow in my success. So fast forward, uh, I end up starting uh, an investment banking and advisory firm. Uh, I ended up becoming Ebony Magazine's top 30 under 30 in 2010. Um, I, I made my first million dollars actually in 2008. Uh, and so success mentality, right? So let's, let's talk about that first million dollars. So success mentality. Let's talk about success mentality in a different way. Success mentality is understanding not to be a new money ninja. Don't be a new money ninja. I was very much a new money ninja right? And so my first million dollars, instead of investing that money into the business, instead of investing that money into something that was going to grow me more money, right? I went out and bought a Ferrari F430 Spider and a Bentley GT Continental, right? All cash, you know, because I'm a, I'm a new money ninja. And I want everybody to see, right, how successful I am. I want the ladies to look at me and I want them to throw their little draws at me and all of this great, wonderful stuff. You know what I mean? I put my value and worth in material things as opposed to putting my value and worth in long-term growth. A success mindset, right, teaches you when you develop the right success mindset, it helps you understand that your value isn't in material things. Your value is in the long-term growth, access, and opportunities that you're able to provide not only for yourself, not only for your family, not only for you know, your children, but it allows you to be able to understand that the true value and worth in having access to capital and having substantial amounts of capital coming in on a regular basis is the impact that you can make in other people's lives. And that took me a very, very, very long term to understand. Uh, it took me a long time to get that, right? Um, and, and, and that I think is the most important you know, lesson that you can learn from having a successful mindset is that you truly do live good by doing good. The impact that you make in other people's lives opens doors for you that you can't even possibly imagine. And your success, right, continues to grow because you continue to help other people grow. And because you continue to help other people grow, because you have the right intentions, because you are constantly giving of your time, your knowledge, your resources, your experiences, both positive and negative, right, that 
Allah sees the intent of your heart. He continues to bless you and continues to give you more because he understands the more that you have, the more that you will give, the more of an impact you will make in the lives of other people. So having a successful mindset is developing a mindset to the level of understanding that you live good by doing good, that there's always somebody doing worse than you are. Even when you think you're doing the worst on the planet, you always have something to give to someone else. Because just like there's always someone bigger or better than you, there's always someone worse off than you. Having a success mindset understands that and helps you understand that. When you develop that concept, it makes it easy for you to get. Easy. Because you know you're going to get it back and some at a later time. Right? So boom. My willingness to, to do whatever it took and, and, and make the types of sacrifices that I, and I mean, I'm telling you, I lost time with my kids. I mean, I lost time with, I lost relationships. I lost friendships, you know, some, some, some by my own making now. We'll get into that too, because that's another part of the success mindset. But, you know, having a success mindset is what's carried me through. You know, it carried me into growing an investment banking and advisory firm to $3.7 in assets under management. It carried me through the worst times of, and you know, people who, who, who know about me and who've been following me for a while, you know, I also did some time in prison. I did five years and three years of probation. So I did nearly five years of federal prison time in unneeded, unwanted, unplanned, unnecessary uh vacations that I definitely didn't want. Uh, and then with three years on probation on top of it, a successful mindset carried me through that. And, you know, when I think about that time, because this plays into the successful mindset too, when all of those things happened to me, you know, I was again, depressed. I thought it was over. I thought no one, I would never be able to do the thing I love doing every day. I'm very passionate about what I do. And I love, you know, business and, and finance and, 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 you know, Wall Street and everything that I've learned and, and, and been able to achieve and the things that I can achieve because of the knowledge and access and relationships that I have. I love that. I love that. Right. I love being a private equity investor. I love investing in businesses and, you know, that I think can succeed and adding my input to that business to help it achieve what it wants to achieve. So that way I can hit my targeted rate of return uh, for our family office. I love that. I, I love that. Right. And so when I went away, I thought that I would never be able to do those things again. I thought that, you know, no one would ever listen to me again. No one would ever, you know, take me serious again. I, I went through a whole depressive state, but then I got back to that. You know, you, you go through that from time to time, you know, when you, when there's a majorly negative, impactful thing that happens along your journey towards accomplishing the things you want to accomplish, those will be the times you want to quit the most. Those will be the times where, you know, you feel isolated, you feel alone. And what you need to always remember in those times is there are people that have gone through exactly what you've gone through and worse. You know, and when I look back over that time, you know, I can honestly say that it was karma paying me back full force. So having a successful mindset is understanding the concept of karma as well. Understanding that, first of all, if you didn't know, karma is a female. She's a toxic female at that. I want you to know that she's a toxic female. And I want you to know that she's undefeated. 
Karma is undefeated. It doesn't matter what your race, your color, your creed, sexual orientation, how much money you got in the bank or don't have in the bank. Karma is no respecter of any of that. She comes to see everybody that needs to be seen. And truthfully, you know, people talk about a law's grace and mercy. Karma is his wrath. And when, 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 he, when he tired of you doing what you're doing, he want to get your attention, he hit karma on the, on the line, you know what I mean? Get karma on, on the jack and be like, hey, that went over there. Go see that went over there. And karma come and she's decimated, right? So having a successful mindset is understanding that you really don't want no problems with karma. Because see, while, you know, as I told you, I went to prison for five years, three years of probation. And while I did not do the thing that I ended up pleading guilty for in that situation, while what happened to me in that situation was messed up. And if you want to read about that, I mean, I wrote a blog about that. You can feel free to visit frederickgscott.com and read the blog I wrote about that. And there's been some articles that have been written since about that. So feel free to do that. While I didn't do that thing and, and, and the nature and circumstances surrounding why I went to prison is messed up, the truth of the situation is I had it coming. I had it coming, right? Because I did, while I didn't do that, I did a lot of other things that weren't right, both professionally and personally. I thought I was arrogant. I, when I tell you arrogant, I mean the highest level of arrogant. You know, and, and having a successful mentality, and I want to talk about this too, successful mindset. When you have a successful mindset, you understand that you can learn from anyone. Anyone. You can learn from anybody. And you cannot, you learn more from failure than you ever could from success. And you can also learn from other people's failures. So just because a person isn't where you want them to be or where you feel they should be to be able to talk to you doesn't mean they haven't attempted to go where you're trying to go and failed. They just didn't get back up. But they still have something of value to offer you from the lesson of their failure. There's a lesson to be taken from their failure, too. And see, this was a failure that I had. Right. I always I was so arrogant back in that time before I went to prison. I was so arrogant that. I remember this. I remember this one time specifically where this guy was trying to give me advice. I didn't want to hear what he had to say. And so my response was, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stop talking. I'm going to open up my bank account. Right. Just one of them. And I want you to open up yours right now on the phone, on the app. And we'll compare. If I have more money in my account, you can pick two or three of yours. If I have more money in my account than you have in yours, you have to shut the fuck up talking to me. Excuse my language. That is what I said. That is what I said. Verbatim, that is what I said. That is the dumbest thing that you could ever do, is not be willing to listen to someone else. That is not the success mindset. The success mindset understands that everybody has something to offer a value that is going to benefit you in your journey towards achieving and attaining the level of success that you want to achieve and attain. You know, um, so I did a lot of things in my professional and personal life that were not cool. So what happened to me was karma paying me back for all the things I did over the course of my career that wasn't right. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, when I reflect on that time, karma got me all in one shot. It was like a buildup effect, like all the negative things that I was doing, all the 
the the the people that got hurt along the way, you know, the 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 bridges I burned along the way, the arrogance, the thinking I was untouchable, the I got money so I can do whatever I want to do mentality. All of these things were a buildup effect over some years. And so when karma came to get me, right, karma got me for all of that in one shot. And, you know, having a successful mindset is understanding how karma really works. So a lot of people have this idea that karma works in a way where if I punch you in the eye, somebody's going to come punch me in the eye. And I can deal with that, so that's not a big deal to me. So I'm going to just go and punch you in the eye. Let me stop you and tell you that karma doesn't work that way. Let me tell you how karma really works from firsthand experience. Karma doesn't hit you in the way where, you know, you punch someone in the eye, someone's going to come and punch you. Karma comes and hits you where it hurts you the most. So when you do something negative to someone else, when you, when you take advantage of someone else, when you hurt someone else, when you burn a bridge, when you do things that are not conducive to good karma, karma comes back and hits you where it hurts you the most. And you answer for everything you do. So for me, it's time. I value my time more than anything. Time is the most precious thing in life I have because it's the one thing in life I can't get back. I understand the extent of the sex, the success I'm able to complete in this lifetime has is directly correlated with the time horizon I have until I stop breathing on this earth. So time is very valuable to me. I don't like wasting it. So my punishment was to lose not only five years being locked inside of a federal prison, but also three years of supervised release where I was extremely severely restricted from being able to do what I love and what I do professionally and what makes me money, what continues to grow what I've done. I lost time with my children, right? So I don't ever want to experience that again. So the way I think about relationships is markedly different. And that is part of the success mindset. This was, so, so while it was an unfortunate set of circumstances, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it helped me continue to grow in the success mindset so I could achieve the next level that I wanted to achieve. It helped me find me. See, because having a success mindset first is understanding who you are, who you're not, where you want to go, and having some sort of an idea of how you think you want to get there, right? But to develop the right success mindset, you have to be very in tune with who and what you are and who and what you're not. And you have to be honest with yourself about that because it's then that you're able to identify your strengths and your weaknesses. And that's what opens the door to be able to network in and build relationships with people that can complement your weaknesses and enhance your strengths. And that is very much a part of the success mindset. You cannot really fully develop the success mindset until you know who you are, right? So me finding me and me honestly falling in love with me because I had a lot of insecurities growing up, a lot of insecurities. You know, I, I'm 36. I still ain't number 30 pounds soaking wet, but I'm cool with that. If you ever watch me on camera and you watch my lives, you understand that just right eye. You know, he got a mind of his own. He go places sometimes. You know, he travels. You know what I mean? And I, hey, it is what it is, right? And for a long time, I was self-conscious about that. But when I found me and I, had, and I began to really develop the proper success mindset, I realized that none of that really matters at the end of the day. People are here for what I have to say and what I can offer and the impact that I can make in their lives. 
not so much what I look like. It's a billion people in this world, baby. At least one person gonna like me just for the way I look. So it's all good, baby. I'm gonna be okay, right? So now check this out. Here's, here, here's the interesting thing. Because I was able to find me and develop and progress in, in, in the success mindset, what I thought was a game ender for me going to prison and in three years of probation, what I thought was a game ender for me, right? Because I had the right success mindset, I was able to actually recover from that. So let me share with you what I mean what I mean by recovering. When I tell you failure is not final, that there's always a next level that you can overcome and achieve more. I've been off probation since February of this year. In that time, I've been able to start my own podcast, which I'm talking to y'all on now. I've been able to reestablish myself as the CEO of, of my family office and continue to steward our, our, our family's assets. I've been able to reestablish my board seat with the family foundation that we have. I'm now the chairman of the board again. So I'm able to make an impact and through grants and scholarships to the family foundation. We didn't lose our position at the family foundation, even though what happened to me happened. We didn't lose our position with the Economic and Social Council at the United Nations. We were able to maintain our membership with the United Nations Global Compact, which is a big deal. Personally, you know, I have, um, I'm a member, currently I'm a member of the National Action Network Second Chance Committee. And after elections coming up, I'm going to be the vice chair. Three months. I've been off probation for three months. Wait, it gets better. I sit on the board of directors for our women in politics. And I think the coolest thing is that I'm also a contributing writer for Entrepreneur Magazine. Three months. I'm just getting started. But it's because I had the success mindset that, and it's because I made that commitment years ago that I was going to do whatever it took. I was going to sacrifice whatever I had to sacrifice to get where I was going to go. And guess what? I have, boy, I have paid. But guess what? Check this out. At this point, I'm almost 15 years in. It would be stupid for me to quit now. So now I'm just an ingrained fighter. I just keep fighting. I don't let failure be the final discussion. I find a way to overcome. The success mentality, when, you, when that gets ingrained in your spirit, you always find a way to overcome. Come back better, faster, stronger, smarter, and wiser than you did before the setback. You learn with the success mindset that a setback is a setup for success later on, that you will accomplish and achieve even greater things post the failure, post the setback, right? Than you did free the failure, free the setback. So the key to the success mentality, right, is not only the commitments and the things that I've, I've outlined in this video, but it is the courage and commitment to fail big, fail fast, and fail often. Hey, listen, I'm not perfect. Frederick D. Scott is not perfect. Listen, 
I make mistakes every day. I never make the same mistake twice, but baby, I find a new and interesting way to make a mistake every day. I'm just saying, I'm keeping it real with you, right? But I learn. I appreciate failure. I welcome failure. I welcome setbacks because I understand, like I teach my children, that the lessons you learn and apply from failure are what help you succeed. If you want to achieve great things in this life, you will have to fail greatly. Let me say that again to you. If you want to achieve great things in this life, you are going to have to fail greatly, period. There is no way around that. So you have to have the courage to fail big, fail fast, and fail often. Jump off cliffs and keep falling until one day you jump off and you start flying. Failure is not final. It is only final if you fail to get back up. And the interesting thing about this is we learn this as babies, but we forget it over time. See, if you've ever seen a baby, if you got kids or you got nephews, nieces, younger brothers, younger sisters, etc., and you've had to watch a baby grow, you watched an interesting thing and you didn't even know that there was a lesson to be learned there. So let me give you the lesson. Check this out. So when babies, right? You ever seen a baby that's trying to start, you know, the walking process? Right. They uh they pull themselves up on the table, they wobble a little bit, boom, they fall on their butt. They cry, 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 cry. Here come their mama, here come their daddy running over there trying to coddle them and 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 console them, but at the same time telling them to stop doing that. Does the baby listen? No. Get right on up again. Next thing you know, pull them right up on that table again, boom, they fall again. But they, and they do this over and over and over again. And eventually what happens is now you see them standing, moving across the table. Finally, they take a step off the table. The process starts all over again. Next thing you know, they're walking. And then finally, they get a little courage because they see the big kids running. So they try to pick up their little legs a little far, a little faster, and they get the little waddle run. You know, you ever seen the little waddle run? They look like little penguins, right? Little fat leg penguins. Ping, 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 ping. They running, right? But they ain't got it yet. So they fall. If you've ever seen a baby run and fall, what you notice about them is, yeah, when they fall, it hurts. They cry. They may have bruised their chin, all of that, but they fall forward. As long as you keep running towards your goals, the success mentality teaches you, it reminds you of something you knew as a kid. That as long as you keep running towards your goal, you won't fall sometime, and that's okay because you fall forward. And when you fall forward, baby, it hurt, but you still made progress. And just like a baby, all you got to do is dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and try again. And eventually, you're going to be running like everybody else. That's reality. These are the facts of life. This is what it takes. This is what the success mindset is all about. The courage and commitment to do whatever it's going to take to get where you want to be, to make whatever sacrifice you're going to have to make to get where it is you want to be. 
and to not be afraid of failure. Fail big, fail fast, fail often. Fall in love with failing. Have the courage to get up. Have the courage to keep going. That's it. Fall in love with failing. The lessons you learn and apply from failure will help you succeed. Pick yourself up, keep going so you can apply the lesson and begin and become better and achieve more. And over time, you will wake up and I promise you, you don't got to be the smartest person in the world. All you got to do is be the most courageous. You just got to have more courage than the next man. You just got to be willing to love failure more than the next man. You just got to have the willingness to keep going a little bit more than the next man. And I promise you, I promise you that if you do that, in the end, you're going to be where you're going to want to be. You're going to be where it is you want to be. I promise you, as sure as my name is Frederick Douglas Scott, I promise you, you're going to be where you want to be. You will be where you want to be. I am a living proof of it. Three months. I've been off probation three months. And look at all the things I've already accomplished in three short months. Baby, I'm just getting started. Look at me at the end of the year. Check me out at the end of the year. See where I'm at then. Check me out next year. See where I'm at then. Baby, I'm not afraid of failure. Failure doesn't scare me. I welcome failure because I'm always looking for the next lesson. Always. Because I'm always trying to make myself better. Last thing I want to tell you. Last thing I want to leave you with. And this is very important. I'm a Muslim. And as a Muslim, we learned this one important thing. There's one very, very cool. We learned several important things. But this one thing stays with me. Allah does not change the conditions of the people until they change the conditions within themselves. Allah will not change the conditions of a people till they change the conditions within themselves. What does that mean? It means that until you make the conscious choice, until you develop the success mindset, your conditions will not change. And if your conditions do not change, the level of relationships you develop will remain the same. Do you know why? Because as James Allen said in the book, as a man thinketh, people do not attract what they want. They attract who they are. Let me say that again. People do not attract what they want. They attract who they are. Period. Now let that marinate. Anyway, y'all, that's all I got for y'all today. That's all I want to share with y'all today. So this has been a hashtag for the free Friday on the success mindset. Yo, I need everybody to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification. Leave me a comment at the end. Let me know what you think about this in the bottom in the comments. Go and leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this video. Go ahead, you know what I mean? Hit that join button, join the hashtag Real Woke Live chat community so you can take advantage of all the perks and benefits and you can support the channel. Because when you support this podcast, all the support is because of your support that I'm able to come up here and continue to make this great content. More importantly, it allows me to continue to roll out great initiatives and, and, and programs that are going to benefit us collectively as a community. And that is what I do this for. 
That is what I'm excited about. Here shortly, I'm getting ready to announce another new thing that is just going to definitely dynamically change things because it's something that people should be doing but aren't doing. So instead of complaining about it, I'm going to do it and show everybody else that you can do that too. And the law still blesses you because you did that. I'm just saying. Anyway, y'all, it was great talking to y'all. I appreciate all my supporters. I appreciate everybody who watches my video. Thank you for taking the time with me, listening to me, learning with me. I see y'all next Friday on another hashtag for the free Friday where we'll be moving into our credit series. I'm excited about that. You know what I mean? And so until next Friday, I will.